Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Karen Borges. Please enjoy our latest episode. So we were in the forest, right? No, actually. Our party finds themselves now in the basement of Misgivings after exploring through most of the house and uncovering some very juicy secrets in a laboratory room and possibly what Voril did to himself. They now find themselves standing over a darkened staircase that leads down, down, down into the abyss. And just as we left our heroes, Janosch saw a vision where he was taken to see Aldern crashing through the floor to reveal this staircase and then five-fingered claws reaching out and grabbing him into the darkness and just as he was able to process this so was Janosch taken into the darkness so actually we're going to start tonight by going around and talking to our players about what they think is going on and what their characters think we're going to start with Janosch as this could be the last time we hear from him Janosch's thoughts are ah! <laughs> it's dark. Uh, we want me to do it right before this vision. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like while he sees Aldrin do this, and right before they reach out to grab him. Yeah, no worries. Like, what's running through his head, going, "Huh, look at that!" And then, <laughs> oh no, not again! Is that a claw. <laughs> Ganosh is pretty new to this party, so he doesn't have a lot of the clues that are you know, relevant or that the players know or Dominic knew, but it definitely sounds like to him that someone's working with greater forces, either in size and or power, relatively like unknown to Janos. He's encountered magic in his travels and defeated many foes, but nothing quite like this <laughs> or something that can trap spirits in a house or possess or haunt. So he's, um, I wouldn't call it worried about it, but he is encountering a lot of new things. He thinks, um, judging by how everyone's reacting and what he's been told about the house and the exploration, that the party is probably getting close to like a pivotal clue to find the person who killed his cousin, which is ultimately his current goal. He's been recently afflicted with some sort of disease, but he's confident in his hardiness to keep him going. As the party continues to search the house, his family will be avenged. And what does Jesse think about all this? <laughs> I think that there are definitely dark forces involved. I definitely think there may be some sort of necromancer or lich king involved. Ooh. Fish people. The lich you king never know. The fish people could still be in play. Personally, I'm holding out for that. <laughs> what about the inspector? Well, the inspector is an inspector, so... Uh... He's still processing and looking for clues because, you know, in, in the real world, everything would point to, you know, it's an old, it's your good old fashioned family annihilator. But, you know, in this fantastical world, there is a lot more options for what's going on here. As far as he's concerned, everything seems to be pointing towards some sort of necromancy and definitely, you know, way in the past, you know, necromancy, Voral went and killed his family. And then the clues seem to point to familial, generational repeats going on. Based on the what he saw in the um, murals and the haunts, as described to him, obvious thought right 
now is that there's, you know, definitely some lichdom going on here. To what extent is unknown. And, you know, liches are undead. So there's absolutely no reason to, A, not consider that he, uh, the lich may still be in play down here. But also, he knows that you don't just find the recipe for becoming a lich in your li local library. This is some dark shit, usually some dealings with greater powers or, you know, some dark people. So, yes, you might have a lich, but then there is usually something else in play. And, you know, as far as in the fantasy world, be anything from a god to a demon to another lich or something else. Personally, I'm thinking we saw basic, uh, those old in the, um, the goblin castle. We saw that, uh, you know, that guy, that old uh, lord, groom lord kind of dude. There was the whole thing of him talking to his people. Some great powers going on there. I'm thinking we may be stumbling on uh, another one of those or maybe even the same dude, but who knows? That's personally mine. The inspector would not have any idea to draw to one of those guys. Would you say that he wouldn't have a clue? He would not have a clue. But um, but he's looking for a clue. But yeah, it, it's it's too early for him to fully flesh this out because obviously there's a lot of dark powers. That's the problem with fantasy. It's not just simple. Murder just isn't quite as simple as it is in the real world. There's a lot more options at play. Hmm. And Maniri, what does Maniri think was going on? Well, being the only original member of this whole <laughs> this whole set of shenanigans, <laughs> she definitely the fact that Yanush was pulled into this hole thinks that there might actually be something she can hit. So she's probably pretty excited about that part to <laughs> potentially do something. I think she's been feeling pretty useless in this whole endeavor other than taking notes. And she just kind of feels a little anxious to try and like show her abilities. But as far as like what she thinks is happening, she didn't see that vision because Janos is the only one who saw the vision, right? Yes, correct. Okay. So she didn't see that vision of Aldern being pulled down. So he, she's probably still thinking that he is trying to follow in his great, great uncle's footsteps, potentially trying to unearth like a family legacy or something to that effect. And she might be trying to decide whether or not where we're headed now is either connected to the catacombs that we were in underneath the glass works or if it was it's like another one that's in us you know like was built in a similar time as far as karen's concerned i think that we are stumbling upon the next catacombs i think it's the greed catacombs and the only reason why i think that is because we saw wrath um we saw there's the seven pointed star and i think it's connected to like seven deadly sins and that type of scenario so karen thinks that we're stumbling on the next um catacombs and that aldern was maybe originally looking at into like what Voral was doing but i don't know that he is now under his own power anymore i think he might be possessed by something else in the digging of all of this and stuff like that okay i like that and what about gotara so 
Hishi similarly doesn't have a lot of the same information. I think where Gotara is right now is she's thinking that Aldern is copying what Vorhal did or trying to emulate it in some way to get a similar result and that it may not have gone quite the way he intended. She doesn't think he's managed to become a lich, but he might have turned himself into some other kind of undead predicated on what we've seen. And that he's kind of patient zero for the ghoul plague that seems to be hitting. Um, what I'm thinking at this point, having a little bit more information, is that Aldern is working with Vorgal, and potentially both of them are either trying to uncover information from the greed-themed rune lord, or are now pawns of them, whomever it is. Based on that vision Jesse had, he was digging down here with purpose. He was looking for something. And I'm wondering if what he was looking for maybe wasn't his wherever his grandfather has been bricked up these last few decades. And if he's been and if Vorogal's been down there for this long, then who knows what he found when he was poking around down here. Maybe he found some artifact of the Rune Lord or even the Rune Lord themselves. Okay, I like it. So, just one thing finishing up there. I like all your, not accusations, your theories and what's going on, <laughs> and I like where everyone's at, so. I think Sally's behind it. Sally's in a different oh. dimension. <laughs> Sally's in a different plane of existence. Yeah. That's what she wants you to think. And so, as we rejoin our heroes, we focus in quickly and we see Janosch, who is still alive, laying on his back, at the bottom of a stairwell, 80 feet down into the darkness, none of you can see, but you just hear his voice ring out from the bottom. I have some good news. I do not think he's dead. Did you smoke some cigarettes on the way down? What the heck was that? <laughs> you sound like the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Let me get my cigar. Basically. Jesse's next character is J. Jonah Jameson. I was going to say Patty and Selma from The Simpsons. <laughs> I've done that costume before for J. Jonah, and I think I rock it. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> Yanosh is going to roll himself into a crouch so he can pull out a torch. St uh, some steel and flint and light a torch. He does not have dark vision. He's blind as a bat down here. I will turn on light for you in here. Just be aware that you are holding a torch when it comes time to hold anything else. Oh, wow. That's not foreshadowing, is it? Nope. It never foreshadows, so we're good. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. I know. Now that I got the dynamic lighting to work, it's kind of nifty down here. Yeah. Well, you can't really see much, but it's nifty. So, uh, the rest of you are now standing at the top of this stairwell looking down. Does anyone want to go down the creepy stairwell that totally just goes to the wine cellar? I think, given what Gotara just saw, she's going to sprint down the stairs. Cause... No, I actually can't see anything. Oh, I was going to say, you can't see it anyway, actually, because dynamic lighting's only on me. <laughs> What's fun is, Gotara, I assume, is casting light, so I have Gotara emitting light. The inspector is an elf, so he can see in dim light, and Maniri has dark vision as well as Gotara, so... I actually have dark vision, and I was thinking that given that she can see in the dark, and given that she's now in kind of a panic, she didn't cast anything, she just ran down there. Well, I figured you had light on you, because theoretically this whole house was dark, and I just figured since it's a cantrip, you probably had it on going the whole time. 
I mean, if it was that dark, then yeah, probably, but... Because dynamic lighting wasn't working for us when we first started this map, I just kind of hand-waved it, but the house is dark. Okay. Um, uh, as uh, he can hear clearly the steps from someone running down the stairs, he will mention that he's okay and not in any current danger. He's going to yell that up. There you guys go. Ooh. Quite the cluster. Yeah, well, you're on the stairwell. So technically, Janos is at the forefront of it, so he would have to move for anything to happen. There we go. Um, where are we? Ah, I'm glad you asked. The flavor for this area... Dynamic lighting always makes my computer chug one sec. Well, it's okay. You can listen to this while we do this. Here we go. The stairs end in a limestone cavern. The walls drip with moisture, and swatches of black and dark blue mold grow in spiraling, tangled patterns on the floor, ceiling, and walls of this cavern. Rubble and broken bones clutter the floor in a rhythmic sound like the breathing of some immense creature echoes through the cave from three tunnels, one to the north and two to the west. Of the two western tunnels, the southernmost one seems to be the most newly created. Oh, fun. So Gotara is going to move up to where Janos is, if it will let me move. And Steve, the reason you can't see is because uh, you can only see where light is being cast because you don't have dark vision. Miniri is going to move off the stairwell. Oh, I see. Gotara ru- rushes over to Janos now that I can move. And she goes up to him and she looks at him like, are you hurt? He's still in a crouched position, just kind of trying to collect himself, but... Did I take any falling damage? Falling damage, no. Uh, you did take some damage from the claws that we did last episode, so. Okay, so that's why I'm down? Yes, I can't five. remember. You only took half damage. Yeah, yes, five sounds right. I, th- I couldn't remember if it was five or six. Okay. I, was, I, couldn't re- I wasn't sure whether Gotara saw that or not. You probably didn't, um, but he's going to say he's fine because that's not much. Oh, no, uh, Gotara, you definitely saw him getting ripped apart. Like, you saw oh. claw marks being... appearing on his body from seemingly (laughs) nowhere. The three of you watched him be lift in the air and like tossed around like a ragdoll and getting his face and arms and torso scratched up by nothing. I knew we saw the lift. I wasn't sure if we saw the claws. You didn't see any claws. You just saw the claw marks. Right. So I retract what Miniri thinks. She's now thinks she's going to be useless still. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. You hit lots of things. Mostly me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's fair. They'll pull out um, the wand of cure light wounds and stop them with. But... Yeah, he, he mentions directly, he's like, uh, nothing more than a scrape here or there and a badly bruised mm-hmm. ego. So um, take eight hit points back. Well, I'm back to full. Actually, I could use that. I was going to say, if you have it out, um, okay. Maniri could use one too. Before she moves on to that, though, she looks up at you when she's done with the wand and just says, you need to stay with us here. And she stops partway through her sentence. Like she was about to call you something, but caught herself. And then just turns around to go help the other two. Just stay with us in the, ne- the next time around. Otherwise, I may not be able to get to you after you hit yourself and disemboweled you. Little then she wanders off muttering to herself and dwarven. I understand exactly what you said. You speak Dwarven? <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, not Dwarven. Okay. I mean, I, I can wager a guess. <laughs> you might be surprised. Um, so, 
You get six hit points back. Perfect. That is exactly what I needed. And don't even get me started on you, elf boy. <laughs> Again, have this racist. And eight hit points back. Tone towards me, and I, I, I do not understand. I've been nothing but professional. I've not yeah, cracked not any jokes. Much better. I've been completely on task this entire time. I do not know what you have against me. You know, actually, your your perception is pretty absurdly high. You might yep. notice she smiles a bit every time she needles you. Ooh. You know, <laughs> and it, this is supposed to be a, a professional relationship, and it is a good thing that HR does not exist. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, man. I would you. Your voice wants to make Janosch go everywhere at, like, top speed. (laughs) Just to avoid you talking. All right. Southern (laughs) Western Tunnel is the most recent. Is that true? All right. So Maniri Maniri (laughs) says that the tunnel to the southwest seems the um most the most recent yes do we want to head in that direction or do we want to look at these older tunnels first i'm curious to see what the new tunnels could go to actually my roll um so claw came out and grabbed him off chance are there any footprints Ooh, good choice to roll perception smarty pants <laughs> i know <laughs> Now I actually have to start thinking about these things now that I'm competent. <laughs> That's a dirty 30. No. <laughs> Good idea, uh, though. I mean, at a 30, were there footprints? You would have seen them. Unfortunately, there are no footprints. I have to assume this is another ghost or something that grabbed you down here. I'd actually recommend we take a look at the New Earth Tunnels, see what, if anything, he managed to dig up. Yeah, I know she agrees. The New Earth Tunnels is curious to see why they were made in the first place. Does Yano share his vision with everyone? It's oh, totally yeah, cool he if would he doesn't. Have, I just... For sure. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I just... The Jesse, the player, forgot. So, yes, he, he, yeah, yeah, he no, would have fine. shared. <laughs> being a week apart. I just didn't know if he wanted to be, like, super secretive and be like, I didn't see anything in my head. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he, he describes the ghoul-like creature that ripped him to shreds. Black Shadow, something out of Samurai Jack, you know. Also, the Reapers might be coming, but that's an unrelated vision I had earlier. Well, so that leads the question to whether Aldern actually knew what he was getting himself into if he also got pulled down here. I, based on what you just told me, I think he knew exactly what he was doing, if not necessarily all the ramifications of it. Well, I think he knew that he was, yeah. Yeah, Yanosha agrees, and I don't, I don't think we should give him any pass, it seems, in this yeah, no, I'm wonderful not house of just... horrors. Everything we've seen so far in our conversation with the former groundskeeper says to me that this bastard knew exactly what he was doing. Really? Okay. So, to the southwestern tunnel? I was going to say, let's move. Shall Yano go first? He doesn't, he doesn't mind. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Nate, while we're going through, um, can, I be, can I add my stone cutting ability to just kind of, while I'm looking at the walls, to see if I noticed anything unusual? Sure, uh, I'll just save your roll right now. There is nothing of note in this area besides it does look ancient. 
Right, but like as we're going along, I'm sure. actively using that too to like notice anything unusual in the stonework. Sure, Can I don't I... know where you guys are going. That's southeast. <laughs> well, no, I was moving out of the way so Janos <laughs> could go first. Can you not move through each other's tokens? I was also, yeah, no. I was. I was also just waiting for people to you know mount up, but no one moved. So. Um. <laughs> Can Miniri use her profession sailor to see if the sound that sounds like a large beast is actually just the waves outside the cliff? That's a very specific thing, and I like it. I don't know. That's, that's a very <laughs> big stretch, but you know what? I love profession checks. I've said it before. Roll it. <laughs> I've got to use my profession woodcutter, so I don't. Ooh, I, I would say great. that definitely qualifies. Man, Minari has not been on a ship for a long time. We know um, she's not good at swimming. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I say water. I'm gonna say you're not sure. I mean, it could be, but it also could be the maw of an immense beast waiting to swallow you whole. Well, I mean, I guess that's fair, but it was... isn't or that just it's the wine uh, It's the fish what? people. The two tunnels can I see is newer. The probably the one, one without the lichen. Yeah, yeah this mm -hmm. one. Janos will get to here before he waits. So sure, I just want to read the text for this. This long, winding cave stinks of rotten meat. The source of the horrific smell is readily apparent. As you can maybe see, I can't tell right now because I'm not honed into your character. There are a swatch of carcasses strewn about the floor, lining the tunnel, leading into an open chamber. I do not see any of that yet. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, there, you, if you move one more down, like basically where you're standing, there's bones and carcasses. Oh, okay. I still don't see that on the map, though. No, I didn't add in tiny little bones everywhere because I thought it'd be overkill. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I was saying. Okay, I thought I was missing something on the map. I added some of the little okay. flavor bones around the map, but I wasn't going to put them everywhere. Yeah. Flavor bones. Flavor yeah, episode title. Bones. No, no, we just had flavor cracks. Uh, it, so there's a little crack here. Uh, I mentioned to Gotara, is like, can you do any stone cutting on this flavor crack? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't deal with crack personally, but... <laughs> I'm just wondering if we should not be stealthy and quiet, considering the immense amount of bodies around us and the obvious reach out down the hallway. With my stone cutting 16. So, you're not sure why you did it. Janos is very confused. The inspector is okay with it. But, for some reason, Gotara licked the crack. <laughs> mm. Mm. What? <laughs> and it tasted mm. salty. Make so basically, clean. whoever inspected this, you were planning that joke. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> you must engage. And all this of is them. not the flavor crack episode. I do not uh, disagree with the inspector that we should be a little quieter than we are being currently. <laughs> if you would all like to be quiet, you can roll me a stealth check. Yeah, this is going to go well. Yeah, Josh agrees as he takes out his fellowship, but he's also like, I feel like everything knows we're already here, but That's I'll fair. try. Given that he fell down the stairs going ow, ow, ow as he went, I'm going to go ahead and assume that pretty much everyone knows we're here. 
Yeah. Um, also, if we want to do stealth, should I not be going first? He asks pretty plainly. <laughs> I will go first. We okay. are glowing. I... You can get by me, I think, in okay. roll 20. I rolled a 22. 22? Okay, what about Gotara? You don't want to know. Did you forget that your tankard was attached to your belt again? <laughs> I think I'm wearing metal armor and I have no dex bonus and I just rolled a two. Ooh, okay. So that's great. Janos? Clank, clank. That is a 14. And Maniri, than I hopefully... Maniri just looks back at Gotara and is like, are you fucking serious? And rolled a natural 20 for a 27. <laughs> okay. Guys are so loud! So, yeah, uh, you guys move right along. My two-year-old the inspector, would totally wake up to all this noise. The inspector can <laughs> see what's going I on. Move in right along. <laughs> the inspector can see that it opens up into a larger cavern. Yeah, I'm going to try to peek just around the corner. Yeah. So, flavor peek. Maneri flies into Janos. Well, Maneri's trying to get, like, <laughs> where... Inspector, do you want to switch? Who, yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, I just yeah, feel like maybe we should do like the two stealthy in the front, and then the, the two squishy pe people. Also, yeah, fun right. fact for these tight corners, guys: if I you hold back. Alt while moving your character, you can drop it off grid. Cool. Yeah, I am going to draw my sword very quietly, which is a thing because they do not make the shing sound. That is metal on metal, and it's terrible for swords. <laughs> I will peek around the corner. <laughs> And it looks like you have the fog of war on around that corner. No, it's because you don't have a torch. You're not carrying any light. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the person with the light slash person who can see in the dark is in the back. What? I can't see. Uh, I was, that was going to be my next comment. We're stealthing and I have a torch. Oh, fair. I'm you can't glowing. hear me, but you can see me is my <laughs> point. <laughs> There you go. Now that somebody moved in with a light source or something. But do we get my meaning? I don't think this is very, very stealthy, guys. We can just go. I mean, I guess it, do it doesn't really matter. Janos is voting for like, just going I can see at this things. point. But uh, you That's know fine. what? Uh, I think the element of surprise is ruined at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why not just Seconded. Be All right. Janos, go ahead. Yanosh will get to about here before he wants to kind of take a look around and uh, he sees he says he sees a puddle or a sewer hole. Do not touch the puddle. Do not. <laughs> Do Sounds not. like you have history with that. Weird. Do not touch the puddle! Immediately <laughs> <laughs> is triggered by fogs. Well, Dominica got bonitis last time. Can I have all of you roll a perception check? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm so excited. Do you want it in the chat, or are you going to go around? Yeah, I'll go around. <laughs> you know what's awesome? Is when I mute my mic, none of you can hear when I roll. Except I like rolling on mic, though, when I'm DMing, because it puts panic in all of your eyes. What do you think that statement was meant to do? Yeah. Oh, I, I got it halfway through saying it. <laughs> now every pause so, is pregnant with dice rolling. So for the listeners, we've entered this room that has multiple tiny tunnels shooting off down to the south where all sorts of terrible hordes are going to come crawling out of and eat us Well, alive. thank you, Steve. I was going to describe the room after your perception checks, but... Okay. 
as I then can reveal what you can see. Uh, so let's start with the inspector. 33. 33. Gotara. 15. 15. Cool. Janos. That's 18 for me. And Maniri. Maniri was triggered by the fact that Janos said that there was a puddle and got a f- <laughs> rolled a natural four for 14. <laughs> Water. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Looking around this room, as Steve described, there are more cracks and inlets to the wall that do have kind of like a salt limestone buildup to them. More importantly, you're all standing on piles of bones. There are three dead bodies in the room that look in all different stages of decomposition. Some very old, some fairly recent. Not like days recent, but not like years old. There is that water source to your northwest that you did point out that it looks like a it is a pool of water and there appears to be a ladder attached to it but more importantly as you all look around the room the inspector looked up and what did he happen to notice a new car some sort of horrible spider not a spider oh oh a dragon that's normal (laughs) oh not a dragon that looks like a weber i know (laughs) oh would everybody go that's a bat that's it I shall become a well. My god, it's some kind of man bat. It's a bat. It's a bat. There is something up there. Some sort of horrible winged monstrosity. Okay. So for <laughs> everyone that can't see this token in the reveal because it's super it fun for me. Are all about to die? <laughs> is a giant winged bat-like creature with deformed and decaying body parts has swooped down from the top and I need everyone to roll initiative. You think? Yeah. Are you sure we can't negotiate? You can try. On your turn. Uh, No, I'm going to go around again just in the order I see you on my screen. So, Inspector. Ten. Ten? Ten. Okay. Janos. Seventeen. Seventeen, fantastic. Maniri. 20. 20. And Gotara. 1. Ooh. Wow. Okay. And swapping out that dice. <laughs> Good. Betray- Great. You have betrayed me for the last time. <laughs> hey, Maniri. Yes. What's your initiative bonus? Plus 6. Plus 6. Okay. Fantastic. That's why he's going to kill you last. There we go. Mm. This is the appropriate music. Okay, so uh, it's the creature's turn first. It has a plus seven initiative. Of course it does. (laughs) (laughs) And I I need all of you to make a very important fortitude save as it lets out a ear-piercing screech. Um, Miniri is going to use a bottle cap for this because there's like 20 bottle caps, I think, in the economy of bottle caps that she has. So she's just going to use I actually don't know how many I have, but I'm 99.9% sure I have at least one more. You have at least four. Ah, perfect. Being an original character. I'm going to use two points of inspiration. Here. Jesse, was that your fortitude save? Yeah, I put it there so I didn't forget it. Oh, okay. So, 
Janos got a 27. Gotara got a 19. What did Maniri get? I got a roll a natural 20 on the first roll. I shouldn't have used my my bottle cap. <laughs> um, I got a 23. Okay. And the inspector. I got a 26. Okay, fantastic. So you all feel frightened for a half a second as this oh. creature <laughs> screeches. But all of you feel okay, regardless. I'm a little frightened, but not... Point of note, this creature is still up on the ceiling. It is about a 20-foot ceiling. It has not swooped down yet. It is Maniri's turn. It hasn't come down, so 20 feet. I don't know that I can reach that, even with a jump. Would it be plausible for Maniri to be able to jump, like if she jumped 10 feet? Could she jump 10 feet in the air and swing at it, or no? You could jump 10 feet in the air, but your reach is only 5 feet. Ah, correct. For now. Except for the fact that I have this cool blue scarf that gives me the ability that if I spend a panache point as a swift action, I can increase my melee reach to 10 feet for one minute. So I'm going to do that. So just so you know, looking up the DC for jumping straight up, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Even for a cat? I mean, cats jump straight up all the time. It's a DC 40. DC 40? It's four per foot. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Okay, so I guess I can't do that. Ten feet straight up in the air is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so I'm not going to do that then, obviously. If I can't, uh, I'll never make, I can never get a DC 40. So I don't really have a good idea, I guess. You could ready an action. Yeah, well, yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's not going to go before it's new turn and then I don't have a turn anymore. So I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to do, I'm going to do total defense. Okay. Or when it does swoop down. Sure. Sorry, that took a while. Inspector. Quick question, guys. What did we do with the uh, wands of uh, magic missile? They're probably in the bag of holding. That Janos is carrying? Didn't we specifically give the inspector? Because I remember we talked about this. Yeah, I thought so. I, asked, I don't I, have it. So he I remember specifically it. asking if the inspector could use. See, this is why you guys need to keep track of this. I, yeah, you would you have it because it's one of Magic Missile that has four charges. Yeah, okay, yeah, I do have it uh, written down here. I just haven't uh, put it on my character sheet. It, it's in our it's in our spreadsheet, uh, not in the bag of holding. It's in the uh, the other one. Yeah. All right, you said there's four charges. Yeah, um, I can use. Actually, yeah, fuck it. Um, I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to use all four charges. Let's call this a day. Um, mm, I don't... You're only level six. Yeah. You can use three charges at level five. Okay. I will use three charges. This is that moment in the detective novel where the heretofore unmentioned gun comes out. Right. Ten damage. And damage. I'm just making sure it doesn't have, like, SR or anything crazy. That would suck. No, you're good. Okay, fantastic. So, ten points of damage as three magic missiles go sailing through the air and hit this poor defenseless creature. 
Oh, Yano, yeah. sure up. Feels so bad. <clears throat> All uh, it did was screech at you. It is not given one hostile action. You said there are bones and like stones and stuff near us. Where what, what was Nick near us? Uh, bones, bodies. Uh, there's equipment to the bodies, but they look decrepit. Yana's just gonna pick up the body and equipment and all, and hurl it at said creature. Because do me a favor and roll that. a d6. I just want to see. There's three bodies. I'm just. I want to see which one you throw. I throw a rock at it. I got a three. Okay, you got a three. Okay, so you throw the middle body. All right. Uh, so, do you have like that stupid improvised throw thing? I, I uh, I do. I have hurling. I lesser hurling. <laughs> so, uh, to range touch attack, and the target may attempt a reflex save. Uh, DC. Right, my internet lagged out. Oh, sorry. 19, uh, you have to beat. 19? Oh, yeah, I crushed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, cool. I will do some damage. Um, that is. You have to. So. Eight points of damage if it's made of stone, metal, or similar material. If it's not, it's four points of damage. It is not a stone bat. <laughs> no, no, no. The thing I'm throwing at it. <laughs> no, it was a body. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't sure if there was enough metal on there, decrepit or not. No, 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 no. It was just, it was like carcass. You threw Bill at it. Okay, well, I deal four points of damage with a corpse. I'm okay. Okay, with this. of corpse damage. Cool, <laughs> Gotara. What are you gonna do with that clericiness? So you know how that bat just yelled at me? It did, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yell back at it. I'm gonna use sound burst. Are you gonna yell so, in dwarven? Something like that. So I need a fortitude save from you. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's a. 21? Of course it is. If well, it not... helps, that's my worst save. No, that does not help. Well, it's just... trying to... So three points of damage, and it is not stunned, but I think it is still deafened. Oh, cool. Now it's blind and deaf. No, I was I was thinking of something else. So, yeah, no, it's just, it's just three points of sonic damage. Oh, also for anyone, uh, the flavor on this is this monstrously sized undead bat has mottled decayed flesh and eyes that smolder with an unholy green glow. Undead? Yeah, oh yeah, this thing is obviously undead. I'm like, that's why I said it was decaying. And you also didn't do it in uh, perception, but I thought it was a little. Did, uh, somebody... I have a question for the DM. Sure. Can I hurl a player? You you would have to make a CMB if they are unwilling. All right, Janos will also do a free action, say, uh, Canary, if you wait, I can throw you. I'm in. Okay. Fastball. So, the first thing you're going to see it do is, like, sniff the air. Ooh, that's not that great. Okay, okay. And it's going Stop. to... Uh, oh, let me just check. Yep. Okay, so it's movement. Uh, oh, shit, that's a lot of movement. That's more than I thought. Cool. Uh, it's going to come down. It is now right above your heads, and it's going to take a bite at Maniri. I also want to mention when I was going to pick up the corpse, I would stake the torch 
So the torch is still up and lit. It's just well, actually, that, that for you to pick up the the tor uh, pick up the corpse, you would have had to drop the torch because otherwise it would be like a that's move fine. action to stake it. Yeah, that's fine. I've got light going evidently, yeah. so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. So uh, just letting you know that the torch is no longer in my hands. Right. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it before. Haha. <laughs> okay. A bite. Twenty-two to bite. Miss because of total defense. Nice. Uh, and cool. That's what it could do. Maniri's turn. Maniri's gonna fuck it up. <laughs> or try to, anyway. We don't need to do the throw plan if it's right in front of you. Correct, yes. That's fair. Yeah, I can reach it now, yes? Yes, it is right above your head. Perfect. Uh, so that's tried to bite your face. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 27 to hit. Oh yeah, 27 hits. And that is 15 points of damage on the first hit. Cool, 15 points of damage. Awesome. As you take a slice of its whatever, I don't know, body part. I just want to make sure real quick that I'm not... I wanted to make sure I don't have, like, precise strike on or anything like that. But I am going to put it on this time. I'm going to take off total defense before I forget. I'm going to use one panache point to uh, double my precision damage. um, before I do that, can I make a quick perception check to see whether or not all that damage went through or not? Uh, it did. I would have mentioned okay. if it had not. Okay, no, that's fair. I just wanted to know. Okay, and now for my second attack, that is a 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Oh, sweet. And that's 20 points of damage because I um, doubled my precision damage. Okay, 20 points of damage. Uh, yeah, you cut into it pretty deep, and it is oozing this thick black blood. Yummy. Inspector. Uh, hold on. Um, Miniri's going to, um, if she can, move around it. So it's... Well, you can't move. You did a full attack action. Oh, that's right. That's right. You can okay. take a five-foot step. Right. Yep, nope, you're fine. Well, I can, as yet, so I'm going to back up just so that way other people can get in. All right, I would like to roll a knowledge on uh, this undead bat. Yeah, that would be religion. Alrighty. How high is this room that it can fly above us? Uh, it's a twenty-foot ceiling. Okay, so it's well, basically just above us. Sorry, about a twenty-five-foot ceiling because I said it was about ten extra feet above you, and it's a ten-foot-esque size creature. Got it. Okay. 29. 29. Okay. So, 29, I can give you... Yeah, I'll float it because I don't remember the actual number. I'll give you three pieces of information. Is there anything in particular you would like to know? I mean, I'd like to know the name of the creature. Um, but... well, that's a given. You What's get favorite that. food? But is there anything you're looking for, oh. like special abilities or defenses? Yeah, or I guess like... um, special abilities, weaknesses, and then... I don't know, what else do you think I should... Well, I have to give you useful things, but I didn't know if there was something you were fishing for. So, it is called a ghoul bat, or a scaveling. Obviously, this is has undead traits to it, so it has all the immunities and weaknesses of an undead. Uh, I'm going to give you this one for free, because you can see it and you saw it move. It has a really good fly speed, and you would suspect that with its bite, it can also give a disease probably similar to ghoul fever and uh 
this thing heard you coming from basically the top of the stairs. It has blind sense ridiculously far away. The inspector will uh, convey this. I guess my other thing, my other question is, would this be like a naturally occurring uh, creature? Well, I mean, it's undead, but uh, I guess lore-wise, you know, how are they made? Like, is this a necromantic uh, construct or, you know? You're going to have to roll again for that because I gave you all the information you got off that roll. All right. Well, I'll do that afterwards. That's after a fight thing. You will use the last charge on the uh, wand. Uh, that is... Ooh, max. Uh, that is five points of damage, and then he will throw the stick at the, the bat impotently. Okay, five points of damage <laughs> as another missile flies through the air and whacks it. Are you moving at all? Or is your move action throwing the wand? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Through the wand. Okay. Janosch, you're up. Janosch uh, uh, would like to position himself between the creature and everybody else, despite the fact it can fly, but it looks like I'm already doing that. So, uh, am I able to hit it from where I am currently? Yes. I'm going to hit it. <laughs> okay. Do it. I'm going to do a full attack action as well, so I get both my attacks. Power attacks on. I am raging. Uh, oh, low roll to start. 21. Yeah, you hit it. All right. Excellent. Now, uh, give me 10 seconds to roll damage here. 20 points of damage. Okay. Uh, it is severely bleeding. Attempt again. Beat. Uh, 18 for the second hit. 18 does not hit. All right. That would be my turn. It is Gotara's turn. Okay, well, I'm going to step up, and I'm going to use my last channel, throw that into a channel, pardon me, channel smite, and I'm going to try and hit the damn thing. Sure, now i got to double-check the undead traits for that stuff. Something tells me you should have saved that one. Okay, uh, what is it, a will save? Well, hold on. Uh, 20 to hit? 20 hits. Okay, I have to hit first. <laughs> I always forget and that. And then, yeah, will save for half. Uh, that's a 18 will save? Of course it is. Yeah, that makes it. What do you do for damage? Now you're rolling 3d6, right? That's what I'm doing. Sweet. That's 11 points of damage. Oh, wait. No, 13 points of damage total. Is that halved or is that your full damage? That is halved. Oh, okay. Awesome. So... At 13 points of damage, you see the wave of positive energy go out, and for a half second, it kind of blinds everyone as this undead takes this positive energy to the face and drops from the sky. Janos, please make me a reflex save to not get pinned under it. (laughs) Ah, gross! That is a little bright. Ten. (laughs) Ten. You know what? I didn't really have a DC set for this, but ten's kind of a interesting roll. I'm going to say you try to get out of the way and it like it's crushed on your foot. No damage, but you're pinned for a second. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Watch out! Oh, please. Um, with my current strength as is, as my rage starts to subside, he, I imagine just pulls it out. Yeah, it'd probably take you a few like tugs, but it'll come out from the 
underside of this gooey bat that's now been burned to a crisp from holy energy. If it takes more than five seconds, I'm hacking it to pieces until it is no No, no, no. It'll take you exactly one round, but like it's not like the one pull. It just goes and you go, yeah. Like it's stuck. One round is actually over five seconds, so. I know. I'm not saying. I'm saying it does not take five seconds. It takes probably a couple pulls. How many times can you yank your leg in five seconds? Twice. If there's there's a thing on it. Oh, oh. Um, three times. Yeah, uh, there we go. Let's not find out. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Go team. Um, let's go check out this pool, but no touch it. Actually, let's check out these corpses first. Yeah, I was going to say, can I roll perception to see if there's anything interesting in this room? You yeah. can roll perception on this room and said corpses. Um, one of them is near the corpse of the thing that we just killed because I threw it at it. Miniri is going to kind of help Gotara a little bit, just like moving things around with her. So roll um, an aid. I am going to. Yeah, that would be helpful because like I'm perception check today. <laughs> uh, you are aided, Gotara, so you have a plus two. Cool, so that brings that up to 16. 16. Uh, is anybody yeah, else I got a looking around or not? <laughs> I, I am, and yeah, I got no, a 38, so, you know. Okay. We're allowed to see that. 38. While you guys look around this room. Nasty. So, as I mentioned, there were. Three dead human corpses lay in this room. One of them is now a little further away because it got thrown at a giant ghoul bat. Searching through them, you don't really find much of value, just some everyday traveling items, some you know ripped clothes, water skins with holes in them. But one of the bodies only appears to have one arm. Can anyone roll me a knowledge local? Sure. Nope. Oh, man. What is with my dice today? Five. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Uh, looking at this man, you don't know, but there's something odd about this man. You, you can't quite place it. You're Jesse, was that a 28 knowledge local? No, no, no. That was tw- 28 perception. That was oh, eclipsed was like, by the 38. Oh, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have any knowledges, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, Nate, question. How, like, intact is the one-armed corpse. Uh, not very. It's mostly bones. Okay, so like face, there's nothing to the face or anything like that. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. This is like, this is like a skeleton that maybe has tiny little bits of flesh still attached, like, that this creature wouldn't sit there and gnaw off. Like, it was too small for it to get to. Besides the missing arm, the only other notable thing on this guy is a green coat and gold vest can be seen on the skeleton though it is ripped to shreds on this person you find a nice pearl ring a long sword and a tricorner hat and 56 gold pieces um detect magic on all that (laughs) yeah actually i think that would be my old high school mascot (laughs) yeah well we have the green and gold so was I. Yep. You guys copied us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my fault <laughs> that your, your town, name. you know, was like, oh, we want to be our own town and broke away from mine. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you found a ring, a long sword, a hat, and 56 gold. Is and a green magical? coat if anyone wants. Yeah. Any of it magical. Who right? wants a corpse coat? The hat <laughs> is magical. <laughs> 
This is a cool. magical hat. Um, I will roll a spellcraft on that. Can I roll the aid? Sure. Oh yeah, of course. One of my better rolls tonight. You're aided. Alright, 22. 22. Looking at this, looking it over, you know, it's it's very interesting because you've never seen a tri-corner magical hat before. But kind of figuring out the weaving and how it works this makes a lot more sense now because it is a hat of disguise. Uh, this is... Oh, cool. Fun. Yeah. Uh, hat of disguise. This was um, some sort of brigands. I bet the legend knows something about him. Miniri, dear, I can't help but think this would go great with your whole thing. <laughs> my my whole thing? Hi, I've seen a lot of sailors who are running around with these on their heads, and well, with the disguise and bit, you like to be skulking about. No, I do. I, I mean, it looks halfway decent. I just need to get all the mold off of it, maybe. But well, I, and there's there's a wee bit of scalp inside of it, but I'm sure that'll yeah. wash right out. <laughs> if nobody else wants it, many real um, There's I no like hiding on this one. What'd you say? Got no use for it. I'd like to do a roll off on this one. Oh come on! There's no hiding, Inspector. Actually, yes, he's stealthy, <laughs> and you 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 see. Think that he's like some sort of joke, but he, he's very serious person. Just because you don't like his accent, you racist. All right, roll off. Yep, it's a roll off. Ooh, seventeen. You got it. No, you got it. It's all yours. It's a hat of disguise. No, no bottle cap used. <laughs> no bottle cap needed. No, no, that's uh. We should grab that um, opal ring, though. That's probably worth quite a bit. Yeah, I would think so. You guys do praise on it? What are we- I'll put in the opal ring in our uh, bag of holding. And I I do do have my magnifying glass, so to help with my praise checks. Ooh. This is fun. What is everyone's appraise, by the way? Ah, uh, not um, good. Plus zero. <laughs> Raise uh, five total. All right, I have an eight plus two for the magnifying uh, glass. I will attempt to aid you. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll help you out. You are you are aided. <laughs> this guy is literally Still. all appraise perceptions and uh, knowledge <laughs> checks. You have been aided twice, sir. <laughs> okay, so Nate, I'm going to do an appraise on the opal ring and the sword. Okay, so. Uh, it's a pearl ring first, so go ahead and roll a praise. Why oh, I thought you said opal. Alright. So Miniri that... puts the um the hat on, by the way, and turns black. Now you're a black cat. <laughs> Just because oh. it's fun. <laughs> Twenty and you said I got two eights, right, guys? Two eights, yes. yeah. Okay, so that'll be a another dirty thirty. Okay, so looking at this nice ring, although not magical. Looks to be about worth 300 gold. Oh. I can say with the utmost confidence that this is worth 300 golds. Plus or minus four copper pieces. And was Gotara aiding in that? Yes. Okay, so I'll save you the roll on this. While Gotara was helping, the longsword, though not magical, and not necessarily worth a lot, it is adamantine. 
Whoa. Now this, this is quite something. And this was all on the same guy? This was on the same guy, yeah. And this was the the one-armed guy? The one-armed bandit. Who in the bloody hell was this guy? He's got... Richard Kimball. I'm gonna um, roll a knowledge local because I actually didn't roll a knowledge local, and now that we've like searched the body and like looked through everything and whatnot, I just want to see if I can help out in any sort of way. Considering that Maneri's lived there longer and whatnot, nope, got a ten. Never mind. <laughs> You're not uh, sure either. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was gonna say, can he hold the the weapon? <laughs> I tried. So yeah, we're we're bringing the adamantine sword with us, assuming that like Yanosh doesn't want it. Because wow, I was gonna say like I would like to examine it <laughs> if no one else yeah, wants what, it. What's adamantine good against again? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> All the things. No, like uh, silver is good against some things. Uh, it breaks I, through dr. It's also really hard to break. Yeah. Um. So like, is this a plus one weapon, or do we not know that? It's just the material. And it's just a, a longsword? Yes, regular longsword, yep. I to take it um, if no one wants it. I oh, also decision. use a longsword, but I think you can take that. Cause what, it, what is your normal weapon? I got a longsword. Uh, masterwork. So directly from the book, Adamantine is extremely strong and favored by weapon and armor smiths alike for its ability to cut through solid barriers with ease and endure heavy blows. So mechanically what it means, weapons fashioned from adamantine have a natural ability to bypass hardness when sundering weapons or attacking objects. They ignore hardness less than 20. Armor made from adamantine grants its wear damage reduction of 1 if it's light, 2 if it's medium, 3 if it's heavy. And it's so costly that weapons and armor are always masterwork quality. So the adamantine weapon has a plus 1 enhancement bonus on attack rolls, not damage rolls. I think where we're getting confused is adamantine is so enduring, whereas the armor has damage reduction, that when a weapon has a plus three enhancement bonus, it bypasses adamantine armor's DR, but it does not work the other way. Adamantine weapons do not bypass DR. Sorry, a plus four weapon would bypass an adamantine armor. So it's masterwork, but not plus one. Nice. Yeah, that's great. So anything with less uh, so than not... plus, wow. So that could be important yeah. later on. Yeah, so it's not a plus one, but it is master work, which is nice. I'm pretty sure that if you have a plus four weapon, it ignores adamantine. I mean, roll off? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Rob, I, I know you're confused. Like, if it says DR adamantine <laughs> and you have a plus four weapon, it treats it as it would bypass that. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. So, anything with DR, with that level of DR adamantine, would be. Yeah, but having an adamantine weapon doesn't mean it beats DR four. It, we're reading it backwards. Oh, oh no! Yes, you got a nat one, and yep. I got a nine unless someone wants to email us and tell us how much we're wrong but i won't see that email for months now so uh if you go into hero lab you have to do gear weapons longsword then materials 
adamantine, yep. and it adds in masterwork by default. Okay. I will work on <clears throat> that. Okay. So, uh, what are you guys doing now? Let's go check out that puddle. Um, Miniri's uh, yeah. gonna take the green and gold cloak um, or jacket and um, have Janos put it in the bag of holding even though it's not magical. She just kind of feels like there's a possibility that somebody in town might know who this was. It's okay, green they and are gold also... or is a green jacket and a gold jacket? Is it two jackets or one? No, uh, he won the Masters. It's a green jacket and it's a gold vest. Oh, oh got okay. it. Sorry. I thought right, it was a green jacket with a like gold trim or something. All right, let's go check out the puddle. But don't touch it. Yeah, um, actually, Grothara is going to ask, so, Minnie, you, you had a bad experience with puddles, did you? And I explain what happened um, with Dominic. Why and... don't you explain? Because we weren't recording then. Oh, that's true. Ah. Um, so, in when we were going through our first <laughs> creepy tunnel on Secret Tunnel Day, uh, we went down into this area underneath the glassworks, and it ended up being it ended up being a rune well, I think. And our companion Dominic almost died instantly from touching it. It was actually it. not a rune well. It was in the room before the rune well. Oh, I'm sorry. It was like the altar to a dark god, from what I recall. Yeah. Lamashtu. And I think Rob aptly called it Bonitis <clears throat> from what happened to me, <laughs> uh, which is my favorite reference from Futurama probably ever. <laughs> so, in the end, what killed me was my Bonitis. So let me get this straight. He saw a pool of water, an altar to a dark god, and decided to put his hand in it. Yes. You know, he may have been pretty, but he was so a bright. bit daft. I love the crush. He lived through it. Yano uh, suggests maybe we throw part of the corpse of this thing in the water and see if it does anything like that. Then. So before we do that and potentially wind up with something that tries to kill us, I cast Detect Magic on the pool. Ah, <laughs> uh, smart answer. In the first round, Yano's just going to go near magic, the pool. You detect no magic. But in the second round, you still detect the magic. And <laughs> um, the third, the source of the magic is nowhere. <laughs> um, can Miniri just do a perception check around it? Is there any runes, or does this look like it's just a stream that puddled up? So I would like you to, yeah, roll There's a perception a check for me. There is a ladder. Oh, that's right. Is the ladder going if... up or the ladder going down? The ladder goes up. Can I look oh, up I to see it, if I this is it went just into well? So can I have Maniri roll me a perception? And does oh, anyone okay. have knowledge dungeoneering? Yes. Take it away, knowledge boy. Yeah, right. Ooh. That one for uh, 10. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> so the inspector doesn't have a clue, but <laughs> Maniri noticing, looking up, you see daylight. Oh, do you not need my perception roll then? No, you just, okay. you can see daylight. Okay. Well, I just wanted you to roll it. Got it. But we uh, a natural seventy with your dark vision, Janosh can't really see. He can see the daylight, but with your dark vision, you kind of tell it's about eighty feet up. Interesting. 
Do I relay that to the group? The ladder does not go all the way up, though. Looks like the ladder was broken. Oh. How much do you want to bet that's the well? Who puts a ladder oh, oh, down the uh, well? I was say, how much uh, is it broken? Like, can someone go on my shoulders? Yeah, yeah could I, I climb up this? Like... It looks like the ladder probably goes up about 20 or 30 feet, and then it breaks. Oh. Okay, so... And, and how high up is it, sir? No, no, no. From where you are, feet. it goes up 20, 30 feet. The well is about 80 oh. feet high, like 80 feet to daylight, and the ladder goes okay. up 20 feet. probably throw them up there. <laughs> or at least 80 feet? <laughs> I think we can oh, leave I thought this you were one saying alone. Th- I thought you were saying there was a 30-foot gap, that, and then it goes to the ladder, then that, that was 80 feet of, like, climb. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. The entire <laughs> shaft of this column of light is 80 feet. There is a ladder starting from where you are that goes up about 30 feet. And it looks like it's broken above that. Oh, so there's 50 that. feet of distance we have to do after that. Okay. I got you now. So we're going to use the grappling hook and our 50 foot of rope. <laughs> Correct. I think and we can we get this quite easily. That's a pretty back easy up. <laughs> Or failing that, we go check out the rest of the tunnels of death and see what else <laughs> Miniri, is going to try to kill us. Um, Miniri is going to quickly just go up the ladder and see if there's any like offshoots from the well, just out of curiosity. So you put one foot on the rung of the ladder and it snaps. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. Always, it was I feel like try, God is telling us not to go here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a metal like... ladder at the end of a well in a salty cavern. It's rusted to it. shit. <laughs> I understand. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't miss out on like a treasure trove. No, no. This is just the, the Skyrim way out from the like cavern back to the <laughs> beginning. I guess. Oh, so, good. We can fast travel here. Nate, <laughs> before we leave. Can I just like look into the into the pool and see if I can see like how far down it goes just out of curiosity? Sure. So as you stare into the pool, you see Gotara's eyes just kind of gloss over as she stares at her own reflection. She gazes deep in and looking down with a dark vision, you can see probably about 20 feet down and then it gets murky. Not that you can't see it with dark vision, but it just gets so murky that you can't see any further. Hmm. You just begin to stand there and wonder what's going on what could be down there should I go find out what's down there maybe I should go see roll me a will save oh okay. my god <laughs> 24 you know that's that, not even a thing I just made that up <laughs> <laughs> thanks Dave you just wasted my best roll all night what, what a dick <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It was. Such an ass. All right. Backwards? Yep. Backwards. All right. Miniri's going to head this way. Gonna go this way. I'm going to backtrack all the way through here. And then I'm going to let... The inspector go first? I guess so, currently. <laughs> I mean, Janos is happy to go first, but... He'll defer to what people want to do. So, yeah, no, I think Janos going first was a good choice last time. So, yep. you, you, you want to go down this one then, guys? Yes, yeah. this next one. Yep. Uh, he, he gets to the middle and he says, "Well, I see something gross." <laughs> okay, so uh, his falchion <laughs> is now out. <laughs> As the party backtracks all the way back to the bottom of the stairs, and now 
goes into the middle oh, no. western tunnel. You just see that this cave system is full of mold and bones everywhere as you pass through. And Janosch sees around the corner as he sees two ghouls staring at him. And we will pick this Hello. up next time. Yes. It's like a remix of every stupid thing we've had to try to kill us so far. They look like blue Ivan oozes. Mm. Less hair, maybe. I can't see them. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. I mean, I have an idea now, but... <laughs> Thank you very much, folks, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Karen Borges here, but you may know me as Miniri, the constantly self-doubting catfolk swashbuckler. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Rise of the Rune Lords Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time. <laughs>